Namaste and welcome to Kidacity, the all-in-one podcast for kids where we learn, share and grow together. I am your host Samir Chitta and this is episode 69. I hope you enjoyed my last episode where I spoke about my new book and what goes behind the scenes in editing the book. I'm happy to share that I went back to physical school this week and it was awesome to be back on campus. Although the school was only for a half day until 12:30, my friends and I had a lot of fun studying and playing together. In fact, during our snack break, we were rolling down a small hill in our playground. We also had a talent show where all of us students performed their talents. I personally said hello in 35 languages. Someone played the guitar, someone did backflips, and there were many, many, many other talents. Overall, I must say physical school is the best form of school because online school sucks. Today's episode is part 2 of my last episode where we will talk about a few behind the scenes aspects of writing a book. And we are going to be talking about something equally as important and also played a crucial role in my book. Can you guess what it is? Illustrations. Illustrations are drawings that accompany the story and their main purpose is for readers to have something to help visualize the plot, characters and general theme of the story. Illustrations bring the story to life. For example, if you have read the Diary of the Wimpy Kid series or the Geronimo Stilton series or any Ruskin Bond or Sudamurti book, you'll remember how the key characters would look like in the story. That is the main role of an illustrator. If you have a passion for drawing and you can draw really really well, well, maybe your future career path is an illustrator. Now a bit more about how the illustrations for my book came along. First, we had to decide what part of my book needed illustrations. We did this with the help of my illustrator, Miss Tanya, or who I call Tanya Didi. Next, we had to decide how the characters will look like. For example, for Izumi, Tanya Didi and I had many many discussions. I also shared a few photos with her. There were many drafts for each of my characters and in the end we got some amazing illustrations. Finally, we came to the part of the cover page and the back. I had to decide what to put on there and then we finally settled on one idea which everybody now loves. Thanks to Tanya Didi, all the people who have seen my book have gone crazy over the illustrations. And that brings us to our special interview with Miss Tanya. Tanya, welcome to my show. Could you please tell us a little more about yourself and how you got into illustrations? So, as far back as I can remember, I've always been creative. In school, I was that kid who was always doodling on my notebooks, my shoes, even on my uniform. So, it's the one thing I'm good at. And turning that into a career was really my only option. I studied graphic design thinking that you know that would be a safer career choice but i was still sketching as a hobby on the side and slowly slowly once i began posting my sketches on instagram i started to get inquiries for illustration work and that's kind of how it all started that's interesting this is my second book and you have illustrated both please share your experience of working on both the books the first book that we worked on together was my first time illustrating for a children's book as well so While it was very new and exciting, it was also quite scary. 
I definitely noticed a big difference though this time around. Not only have I grown in the last two years, but my style has evolved as well. I now have a stronger creative process. I know how to manage my time better. And I think I was just a lot more confident in general. We also had more time to research and flesh out the style this time before starting and a lot more rounds of feedback and edits. So that helped make this process a bit smoother as well. Now, everybody that has read or seen the book has loved your illustrations. When we started the process, my parents had only shared a manuscript with you. How do you decide which part of the story to convert into illustrations? So I don't know if I have a real process for that. It just depends on the story. Sometimes I'll choose it to illustrate a part of the story that doesn't have a lot of details. So an illustration might actually help the reader visualize the scene better. Or if there's an emotional scene, then showing that in an illustration form really under- underlines that emotion. And since this was a children's book, I knew the probability of a reader knowing what the famous monuments like Buckingham Palace or Tokyo Sky Tree looks like was slim, so illustrating those just made sense. Wow, I never knew that. I love how Izumi's character looks, and I remember we went through a few rounds before finalizing the current look. What is the process of deciding how a particular character will look like? Ah, so the process is just a lot of research and googling, really. I knew the character styling had to look a bit Japanese, but also reflect my own illustration style but also be acceptable for the age group of kids that would be reading the book. So it required a few iterations before we reached the final version. Also, references you shared helped a lot as well, because at the end of the day, it all depends on what the client wants. And you were very particular about Izumi's clothing and hair, so that helped as an initial guide. I also knew that even though the character is Japanese, that I didn't want it to be a copy of the Japanese manga art style either because it would definitely end up looking like a poor imitation. So it was important for me to have the character be in a style that I could call my own and not a copy of someone else's. Also an extra question, what is your favorite part of the book? My favorite illustration is in chapter 4 page 46. It's the one with Izumi and all the security guards searching for Akira. I just really like how it turned out, and all the overlapping torchlights create quite an interesting visual. But my favorite part of the story has to be the Chapter 5 Invisible Dome because of the tornado building. It's, it's just so unique, and it requires quite a strong imagination to come up with something like that. Okay, I also really like that part. Thank you for illustrating my book, and also thank you for being a part of my show. Oh, thank you so much, Samarit. Congratulations again on your new book. You are so talented, and I can't wait to see everything that you do in the years to come. That is all for this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, please consider clicking on the subscribe or follow button on the podcast platform that you are listening to me on. And don't forget to check out my Instagram and Twitter at adoratehellokidacity for the latest news about my episode. And you can check out my new book, Konnichiwa Izumi, Adventures in 2040 on Amazon or Flipkart or on my website, www.kidacity.club. 
Until next week, goodbye and Jai Hind from Kidacity.